I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, if I were him, I would probably throw it to Lad McConkey because he's just going to squirt around. And that's exactly yeah. what they did. The guy <laughs> looking next to me was like, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> were you like, no, I do. I host a podcast. <laughs> Welcome to My Got a Podcast. I'm Jim Wood. In this episode, John Powell and I review Georgia's 43-6 win over Missouri. We also talk about John's experience in Athens and the Braves winning the World Series. As always, remember to check out store.mygotapodcast.com to see our latest merch. And you can follow us on social media at mygotapodcast. Finally, if you like what you hear, please subscribe, rate, five stars obviously, and review the show. If you leave us a review, you just might hear it on an upcoming episode. Now, let's join the conversation in progress. Hold on, we, did we do we need to have like a do we need to have like a section of like how to pronounce this Missouri? <laughs> I don't know. We didn't do it when we previewed that. <laughs> we didn't do it. I did hear someone talking about it. I can't remember which podcast it was. Um, I think I said Missouri when we previewed them last year. I think. Yeah. I don't know. We have to go. We have to go into the archives and, and double check. Um, but you went. You went unexpectedly. I did. It was a la- it was a last minute decision, and it was actually like a bit of a guilt trip that my daughter put me on. So I had always planned to go to this game, but yeah. um, just never really made plans. And then you weren't going, and Hunter wasn't going, and John wasn't going. So I was like, "Man, I'm just gonna like go." And not that, that not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but like, you know, I, I kind of wanted to go and save up my chits to go f- to a home game with when all the all the squad is there, right? Right. So. Um, <clears throat> so anyhow, uh, we were going to go to the parade, didn't go to the parade. I couldn't get tickets. That was, uh, by the way, as of recording, we are world series champions. That is right. That, that's a, that is another thing that happened. <laughs> and I don't know about you, like, well, I, I don't know. I know we were talking the whole time, but I was like nervous pacing a, the entire game and B, I was still doing it like with two outs and two strikes in the bottom. Or in the top of the ninth, or no, bottom of the ninth. Oh, in the bottom of the ninth, I was still convinced like it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> oh, 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 for sure, for sure. I think it was uh, what like it was three nothing, and like we were all looking around like we got to get more. We need more. <laughs> like it was like the know. Kylo, it was like the Kylo Ren like moment. More, I need more. That's <laughs> a it's a, a great that's a great gift too. Uh, it's a great gift. Yeah, man, it um, was it, it was awesome. As we digress, but uh, that was we a great can digress as that was long a, as we great. want because it is the year, it is the year of Georgia sports. Yeah, the curse the curse is over, um, and I think I like a lot of people. Uh, like I started thinking about my grandfather. Uh, my mom's dad was a huge Braves fan. Always watched him on TBS, um, so that got me a little emotional. Uh, it, it was awesome, man. It was, it, it was, it was awesome. I didn't know. I talked to my dad about it. You know, we were, te- we texted a little bit just like after the game was over and he was just saying like, I didn't think I would ever see that again, you know? Uh, and then, uh, just, you know, talking it through, uh, with him afterwards, uh, you know, the next day, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. The curse is over. <laughs> yeah sufficiently curse broken um 
Yeah, man, I was thinking about that too. Like just what it was like back then. I mean, I can vaguely remember like the, the games and stuff like that. Like mostly what I remember is like the aftermath, like mm. literally the city going nuts. I remember like my parents going and getting shirts and stuff and getting hats, which I wish I had kept some of that. I feel like I have a hat that's like upstairs. I know I have one of the original Tomahawks from that, from that era. Um, I have a 91, 92 back to back, uh, national league champs shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually wore that. Uh, I actually wore that for Halloween when I went as my for Halloween. I went as myself. Nineties gym. Nineties uh, gym. Nice. And I wore, I wore that uh, that t shirt because I still have it. That's funny. Yeah, it was it was definitely um, a teary eyed moment. Um, yeah. We had like I, I don't know if you follow me on Instagram, people out there, but like I had posted videos and. Of, of what our watch parties were like with um, some of the workout crew with the, the F3 bros. Um, but we had multiple points throughout the week. They had the big, this big, like 30 something, 60 something foot screen, um, you know, big movie screen watch, watch experience. And so like we had done those kind of big parties throughout the week. And then I don't know what happened. Like everybody just was like, yeah, what do we do now? Like it's an away game and we were all exhausted from like a week of drinking and just <laughs> staying up too way too late. Right. And, um, and so I was like, yeah, we're just going to hang back. I frankly didn't think they were going to do it. I had kind of like reserved that we were going to at least lose one on the road. Yeah. Um, and I figured we'd catch them on game seven when there was for sure something going to happen. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so anyway, we all kind of broke and went our different separate ways. And then like, as the game wore on, I think they, they like all linked up and, and cause they all live in the same neighborhood. A lot of them do. And then like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is really happening. It was about the third, <laughs> third, fourth inning. I was, I was like texting. I was like, what is everybody doing? What are we doing right now? <laughs> and they said, uh, yeah. they, they said that they're, they're partying. And so it got to, so I was like, okay. Let me, let me, let me like make sure that this is going to happen before I like jump in the car and like bolt over there. So it got to like the eighth inning and after, after Solaire's solo shot and everybody was going bananas, like I was like, okay, this is definitely happening. (laughs) (laughs) The, uh, see that that's confidence right there when you like, when you change your location, because see, I I would, if, if I, if I leave, we're going to lose. <laughs> I mean, although I, I did that uh, in one of those ga- one of the games, um, the comeback game. Um, I did that. I, I left during the game, went to a buddy's house. And that actually, you know, spurred the comeback. But, um, yeah. I had to. I had to because I didn't want to, like, because, you know, Lindsay was like, yeah, we'll watch the game with you. And she, like, went upstairs. I was like, wait, where are you going? I was like, I thought we were going to watch the game together. <laughs> Yeah, everyone and then, was, and I was like by myself. I was like, "Oh, this is messed up. I can't do this." Like, I was the same way. I watched by myself. I watched. <laughs> so, like, Lily was watching. Uh, I guess everyone was in the room. Lily was the only one paying attention, so she saw Solaire's home run. You know, early. Ooh. Um, and was trying to explain to Ella, like, "Did you see that? Like, it went out of the stadium." <laughs> like, yeah, dude. Uh, but I think after, uh, I think it was. I don't know. Maybe it was three to nothing when she went to bed, but yeah, I, I, I was the only one awake at that point at the end of the game. Yeah, 
the I, the only thing that I felt bad about was leaving the most famous uh, podcaster of my God podcast on a on a bit of a limb. But I told Lindsay yeah. like I was like, all right, I'm going to go over and hang out with the guys, but make sure you wake him up in the eighth at the bottom of the eighth inning. W- wake him up so that he can watch the last mm. the last inning. And yeah. so that he could see. So she woke him up and it was a little anticlimactic. He was upset that I had left, but he <laughs> kind of got over it. He kind of got That's over right. it. Um, but um, we FaceTimed him and all the guys that know him, because he comes to the workouts with us too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows all the guys and they love him. Um, and uh, and so we were FaceTiming with Carter and just like thro- everybody was just throwing down and um, – yeah, we we kind of went streaking. <laughs> just everybody, everybody ripped off their shirts and just like went screaming through the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, nice. We didn't know what else to do. I don't know. Right. To do, I don't know. To, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to yeah, do with my I, hands. <laughs> yeah, I was like solo. Uh, went on my back porch, had a cigar, victory cigar, and a bourbon. Uh, you know, uh, sent out a bunch of texts to uh, some folks and everything, and then went to bed. So. Okay, so anyways, oh, go ahead. I was going to say shout out to my my uh, my buddy Chris Hecht layover. Um, he he poured like basically a full bottle of I mean it was probably three quarters of a bottle of Blanton's like that was our celebratory bourbon was for the seven guys that were there. He like right. basically emptied out this bottle of Blanton's, which is pretty hard to get. And I was like, wow, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was a special moment. Uh, it was. Okay, so we didn't go back to Missouri. Uh, we had, had a bit of a brace moment there. Um, there was so off the rails. <laughs> it's okay, off the rails early. Um, okay, so your decision, uh, you had been planning to go. Uh, yeah, so we were going to go to the parade. Yeah, we were going to go to the parade on Friday. So the so fast forward, Braves won the World Series. Parade's Friday. Couldn't get tickets to, for the life of me. Damn you, Ticketmaster. Um, a lot of people were able to get tickets. And in, in retrospect, I probably should have just gone because from what I understand, they were just letting people in because the stadium wasn't as full as everybody was expecting it to be. Hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, we for various reasons, we just didn't end up going. And we watched it intently and watched all the different camera angles and all that stuff at home. So everybody was getting a little bit of experience. But my daughter was super... Like, man, we should go down there. Like, can we go to the Georgia game this weekend? And I was like, I mean, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to be a daddy-daughter experience. And then my second youngest daughter, uh, the seven-year-old. So that's my that's my teenager wanted to go. And so I was like, yeah, sure, we can go. And I knew that tickets were going to be pretty easily available based on everything that I was seeing. So and they ended up dropping even more. So I didn't actually buy tickets until we got there on Saturday. Um, gotcha. Yeah, it was like 45 bucks for club level seats, which is ridiculous in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's amazing. But yeah. Um, anyway, the then the seven-year-old was like, I want to go too. So I took both of my girls with me. If you Again, if you follow me on Instagram, I, I made a nice little video of the whole, the whole experience. But... Um, it was fun. You know, Blooper was there. Jock was there. Obviously, Rick was there. A series of unfortunate events, part of the, you know, part of the whole last minuteness. Uh, my daughter stayed up too late. I stayed up too late. And so we had to sleep a little bit later than we wanted to originally. I just couldn't get up and then, could, then had 
ticket problems because I couldn't download the tickets because I bought them while I was basically on campus. And as you know, campus internet is terrible mm. on game days. So I was like yeah. farting around with the, with uh, StubHub trying to get access to the tickets. They were able to actually help me out pretty quickly, actually. Um, but yeah, so we were late a little bit to the game. It was like 3 nothing when we got there. So I'd kind of rewatch a lot of it um, from the beginning and um, got our seats, got some food, and uh, I had a beer uh, at Greg's tailgate. Shout out to Greg. Thank you for the hospitality as always, sir. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Um, got to see some folks. Obviously, we saw the sights, took them around campus. We ate at South Kitchen, not a sponsor yet. Uh, but let me tell you, that is a fantastic place to experience post-game SEC win. Um, but all in all, it was it was a great experience. Uh, the crowd the crowd was pretty pretty pumped. I mean, I, the stadium was pretty pretty full. Um, and it definitely didn't seem like a, on paper it looked like it was a sellout. But there were definitely some empty seats up top um, around the bowl. It was cold. Definitely, the swirling winds were a factor on on my girls for sure, who were absolute troopers, by the way, um, <laughs> with the, with the cold. But it started warming up once the sun came out later in the game. Um, but it was it was it was a really good it was a really good experience, um, a really good experience all around. My um, my daughters have all have everybody's been to a game. My youngest has not been to a game like an actual game yet, but um, you know she's only four. So um, anyhow. It was it was a good experience. Took the took the girls to the bookstore. Got some got some gear. Um, oh, I, think, nice. I don't know. I don't know that my my young my younger daughter, the seven year old. I don't know that she's taken off the sweatshirt that I bought her ever since. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's how yeah. you get them, that's how you get them hooked. That's how you get them. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say like the the crowd like the you know I had kind of questioned in our preview like what would it be like what would the energy be like and it was definitely i mean you could hear it on tv i i I say that i actually ended up mainly listening on the radio even when i got back home um Mm -hmm. i did like the the radio sync with the tv um listen to scott howard most of it but you could definitely hear the crowd um and especially like at the end of the game on the goal line stand i mean the the noise level was like that was to win the game, not just to preserve no touchdown. <laughs> so, so that actually, so that actually was a, a play that we like my, I made, I made my girls stay to the end. I was like, listen, this is a special season. I want y'all to remember this forever um, yeah. that you guys got to go to a game at you know, what most likely is going to be a pretty special season. I mean, at this point it's going to be pretty special either way. Um, so, Anyhow, the that last play was was really surprising. Um, I was I had like kind of gotten so bummed because I thought we were going to kill that drive much earlier in the whole in the whole system. Uh, I think there was a penalty at some point that extended it. Um, I can't remember exactly, but you know, once they got down inside the ten yard line, I was like, oh man, they're going to punch in on another last minute touchdown. And let me tell you, the stadium was furious when he called the timeout when they got down inside that 10-yard line. There was like 20-something seconds left. Yeah. And he's on like the two-yard line, and he called let timeout. Me, let, me, let me briefly correct you. Timeouts. 
Plural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the first I, I'm speaking I'm speaking of the first one. Okay, okay. I'm speaking okay. of the first one. So that first time out was like, what? Ah. <laughs> and then and then at that point, once he called that first one, everybody knew he was probably going to call the second one, but they still booed anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it seemed like again, we talked about this on the preview, like the mental gymnastics that these teams are going through just to score a touchdown on Georgia. And fortunately, yeah. we said, "F you, we're going to leave our." you know, we're not going to leave our starters in and you're going to, we're going to make you work for it. So yeah. um, I, I almost wish that he threw the starters back in for those last few plays just so that, you know, I don't, I don't know, man, it was, it was super frustrating. Like, dude, take the L move on. We absolutely destroyed you for the majority of the game. So um, I don't know, man, again, goes back to our, our preview. Missouri bad. Missouri very bad. Georgia very good. Yeah, I mean, there's not a whole, a whole lot to say about the game itself. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I will say, like right at right at the beginning. So basically, like you said, you got there when it was three to nothing. Like I was. Yeah, they oh, just they just kicked that field goal. Okay, so I was flustered. I was a little you know frustrated and kind of flustered at that point because like that kid Macon that that played quarterback or that started a quarterback and they rotated. Which we didn't. I I don't think we even need to talk about that. I didn't realize um, <clears throat> we recorded pretty early about Bays. Like I that that he was potentially not going to. Yeah. That that came out a little bit later in the week. But anyway, it's like you know he was doing some things on the ground, um, which I think we adjusted on that very well as the game went on, um, and, and didn't get that up as much anymore. So that was good. But um, so I was a little frustrated. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And I think we did have a little a bit of a slow start, you know, maybe, you know, noon kickoff, who knows. Uh, but then once the team woke up, um, you know, none of that, none of that obviously mattered by the end of the game. Um, I, I guess like the only, to me really the, the, the story of the game, well, there's, there's two stories of the game. Um, I guess the, the surprising thing to me was that we, we couldn't, uh, well, we couldn't run the ball the way I expected to be able to run the ball. I'll just say it that way. It wasn't that we couldn't run the ball. Uh, but, you know, we had like a Coach Joe Bill over-under question on like, what was it? How many backs would go over 75 yards, you know, over-under at two and a half? And it was zero. Like, no one went over 75 yards. Um, so that mm-hmm. was, I guess, a little frustrating by watching while watching the game. But at the end of the game, you get there and you're like, oh, we had 500 yards of offense. <laughs> like, um not really anything, not, not too much to complain about. Yeah, yeah, seriously. I mean, you've got the teams averaging five, five yards a carry on paper, 168 yards on 38, uh, 33 carries, two touchdowns. We had a, a pretty long run there, 37 yards. So like fr- on paper, it looks good. But as you peel back the layers of the onion, you're like, Zemir White averaged 1.6 yards per carry. Yeah. Yeah, that was. If thing. you had told me, if you had told me before the game that Zamir White was going to average one point six yards per carry, and James Cook was going to average four point six, like, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I I really don't I really don't know what to say about that. That's that's the the big the big issue and the big question mark, especially with I think wasn't it Sawyer Sawyer was injured for this game, right? Yes. Um. So Sawyer being a very big piece to the offensive line is clearly an issue on the run game. 
Um, maybe not so much on the passing game because on the flip side, like this is this is the mo for teams is like they're gonna make Georgia beat you through the air, and mm-hmm. Lord have mercy, did he? Um, yeah. I would say that Stetson, we probably file him under what we've referred to in the past as Moxie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So he definitely definitely got bailed out a few times. That catch by Arian Smith in the end zone was one for the ages. Um, that was a huge, that was a big time catch. And then you had a big catch from Burton. Um, you know, it was, everybody thought it was a touchdown, but clearly he was down. But, um, I really was hoping that he was going to get that one. Um, I think he, he got one later, but he did finally um, get one. He did get one later yeah. eventually. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you had the big, the big catch from, you know, Rosemary Jack Saint, who obviously had been out and, you know, one of his two receptions was a, you know, basically a, an interception saving catch because mm. that, that one of his catches probably gets intercepted if we're playing Alabama. And I think that's probably the bigger story. I mean, I can, I can take a mulligan on a team selling out to stop the run against an offensive line that clearly needs to get retooled with Sawyer, depending on how long he's going to be out. Um, the, the passing game is probably the biggest, the biggest issue because we did eventually get to see JT. Um, granted, you know the game was pretty much in hand at that point, but mm. geez, Louise, even JT looked rusty as heck. Um, I, yeah, that that was going to be my. That was the other story, right? Is is we we did see the return of JT Daniels, and I mean, my I don't know. My thoughts on watching him were we saw why Stetson has continued to start, and I mean. You know he's going to be rusty. Like if he he he, he wasn't getting the reps, um, you've got to have the rapport, you know, with the receivers and, and be on the same page with them. And I mean, and frankly, a lot of these receivers um, have been out too. They've been working their way back, right? I mean, the the interception, you know, was a he threw it behind. Uh, I believe that was to Burton. Um, it got tipped and intercepted. Um, I mean, it's going to take mm-hmm. him. It's going to take him some time. So. I don't know, like for all the hand wringing and everything, like maybe Kirby Smart and Steph, maybe maybe they know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, no? seriously. I don't think that he's starting Stetson because he thinks that JT is, you know, not good enough. Um, right. He's starting Stetson because they believe that given the situation right now, Stetson puts them in a better position to win games that they might otherwise lose if JT were playing. And there's probably a number of reasons for what's going on there. So mm-hmm. even when JT was in the game, I don't think, and this is what I was looking for. I don't think he threw a pass that was more than 20 yards. Like, I don't know that he threw yeah. his average, his average was seven and a half, which pales in comparison to Stetson's. Um, didn't do himself any favors on the you know season averages, but I know that before he came in for this game, I think he was averaging like eight and a half or something like that per um, per attempt. But like, dude, it, it, yeah. I mean, if I were if I were a team and st- and JT Daniels tried it out there, like I would be blitzing the crap out of him every single time until he proves that he can punish you with his arm. Um, yeah, because that, what, what I saw was, what I saw was, was a huge question mark. Yeah. The, the one time it looks like he was kind of 
rearing up to, to let one rip and go deep, he got hit as he, he was throwing on that one kind of play action, slow developing play, and he got blitzed and, and, and got hit as he was throwing. Um, yeah. Counter that. And again, that goes, it goes to the, that goes to his, his inability to, to really move up in the pot, move, move around. Yeah. 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 Um, counter that Stetson Bennett in this game against the bliss six for six passing one touchdown, 21 and a half yards per attempt with a 158.3 quarterback rating, which is insane. Yeah, dude. Uh, that, that, yep. that, that, I got, I didn't call it that, but oh man, that, that's from a grab coffee. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like that what they did was, is that they heard what everybody was saying about Stetson Bennett as a passer. And they were like, you know, they basically just threw a middle finger at everyone and said, you know what? This kid can throw on straight dropbacks. He doesn't have mm-hmm. to do he doesn't have to get it done through play action, which frankly, if you were in Missouri, why would you even like blink at the play action? Because we weren't getting it done on the ground. Right. Um, right. So I think that most of his, like most of his passes were, were straight dropbacks. Like his, most of his big plays were, were straight dropbacks. So like, um, yeah, I mean, this was a great game. If you're Stetson Bennett, um, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. he, literally has proved everyone wrong and i think that this this performance that he gave granted it was against the worst defense in the sec but literally he's done everything it's just another tick stetson bennett has done everything that kirby smart has asked him to do their offense produced 500 plus yards of offense and meanwhile the defense is getting it done and so when you have that like that creates a recipe for, I don't care who's playing quarterback. You're not going to beat this team. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, I don't know, I guess I, I don't have a whole lot else to say about it. Yeah. I mean, the, the defense, um, again, was incredible, you know, faced multiple, multiple quarterbacks. Um, and uh, again, Faced the SEC's leading rusher. What did he? What did he get? Nine, nine carries uh, for forty-one yards. So you know, held him, held him to under. He didn't even get 50, 50 yards. So uh, once again, which, which, a shut down impressive performance by defense. Which tracks? Which tracks with what we were? What we were saying that most of his yeah. yards had come against the the not so good teams that they played. Um, yep. Yep. Once sure. he played an SEC team that looked pretty similar, um, I have some I have some other things to talk about. Go for um, it. I have a couple of things. Um, one, hey, special team score. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did. You know, and, and the, the the question was, uh, you know, over under I think point five special teams touchdowns. And I mean, it should have been, a, it was so close, so close to be a touchdown ball, just kind of squirted out from Jackson, unfortunately. He, he was right there. Um, but man, yeah, like, you know, they had that kind of shift um, that, you know, didn't fool or didn't work. <laughs> uh, Nolan Smith just kind of went straight in there and blocked it. That was pretty cool. I really don't know what it was. But, it, but what, one of the things that I was thinking of was, like, how awesome is that? Like, one of our, premier starters made that yeah. play on yeah. special teams on punt on punt duties so like if that doesn't scream like 
hey guys, we're taking this seriously to the recruits. Like there's plenty of opportunities for you to show out on other aspects, even if you may not see the field, although he's a huge part of the defense, but yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not afraid to put our starters out there, boys. This is, yep. this is serious. Seriously. Um, another, another like kind of like pat on my back. Like when we were down, when we were down in the end zone and, um, uh, it was, I think it was like a five-yard pass or something like that. When McConkey scored, mm. it was literally coming at, it was coming towards us. We were on that side of the field facing the, you know, I, I had a lovely view of the Jumbotron, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, so that play was coming straight at us. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, well, if I were him, I would probably throw it to Lad McConkey because he's just going to squirt around. And that's exactly yeah. what they did. The guy looking <laughs> next to me was like, how the hell did you know that? <laughs> Were you like, no, I do. I host a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I did have someone message me on social media and say, hey, I'm sitting behind you. We love your podcast. <laughs> uh, that's too funny. That's too funny. I was like, we should have said hello. Yeah, um, yeah. Always, always comes to I was halfway expecting to potentially run into um, – into Scott from uh, Scott Duvall, but because uh, he had posted some videos from the same vantage point that we were at, but he was like, I think he was a few sections to the right of us, towards more towards the band. I think that's right. See, yeah, I've seen his, some of his pictures. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, I gotta say I was definitely looking for folks. Two two things on that play you just mentioned. One is uh, it we I almost felt a little robbed of a law firm touchdown. Because it was JT. <laughs> exactly, it was JT. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but then the other thing was that play was like straight out of Jim Donnan's playbook. Like that was the old tunnel screen that Donnan used to run. Like he would run it like on like back to back plays at times. <laughs> it was like his like his uh, his favorite passing play. He used to run that all the time back in the day. Uh, I mean, it almost seemed unfair because you know McConkey is such a little slippery dude. Like he just slipped right in there. I was like. Uh, I was I was sitting there looking at it, and JT checked right into it. He he like he recognized it early, and that was his first read, and he threw it right to him, and he was in. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mark Richt, the Mark Richt, uh honoring the the video that they did with that was was pretty awesome. I didn't like obviously since we were late, I didn't see him, but um, you know he came out on the field at halftime and all that kind of stuff, and then. Um, well, I think you were right. I think because a bunch of his former players were there, right? Wasn't there like a? I think there. I think I heard that there was like a captain from each team, or like the captain from each team he had, or or from each decade, or I don't know, multiple yes, former team there captains a lot that of, he coached were there. There were a lot of folks. Matter of fact, I spotted a Marlo Herrera in the mm-hmm. in the crowd um, as we were leaving. I saw him, his significant other. I'm not sure if it's wife. I don't know. I don't know. His significant other that was with him uh, was wearing his jersey. And I was like, okay. oh. And then I saw his name tag. I was like, that's a Marlo Herrera. <laughs> my daughter was like, who? I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that there was there was definitely a contingent of, uh, of old guard uh, for sure in the building. And you could definitely feel it. I teared up a little bit. My wife texted me. She, you know, she was watching – everything and she was kind of tearing up too it was definitely a sweet moment um you could definitely tell um and you could definitely tell that he was getting emotional as well um yeah 
Contrary I can see that in the video. In the video, the school posted. You can you can see it in his face and his wife's too. Um, yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, probably. I mean, that was obviously really touching and sweet and emotional and hit all the heartstrings and all the feels. But like, probably one of the coolest things was when Blooper and Jock came out. Like, mm. that was. Totally. And like, I, didn't, I knew that Blooper was probably going to be there, but I didn't think that they were going to get a player. Jock seems like he's doing the Atlanta sports tour. Like he's on the PR team or something for the Braves <laughs> um, because he did the, the Hawks game and then he came to the Braves game. Um, dude is living his best life um, right now, I feel like. And um, the, the other cool part about Blooper being there was he put on like the, the Savage pads that were colored in the Braves colors. I thought that was really funny. The kids were yeah. getting get, the kids were getting a kick out of it. Yeah, yeah. They they had there there's a lot of good stuff on, on on the socials throughout the day on Saturday with, with Blueberg. It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Um I think then post game we went back to the Greg's tailgate and we hung out there for a little bit. Um I had a a Kentucky Owl confiscated, which Greg uh, insisted that I have, uh, which was a f- fantastic. I haven't had that bourbon before. That was a lo- that was my post game bourbon cel- celebratory bourbon mm. that I needed to have. Um, nice. So we watched a little little of the games. It was pretty cool, but yeah, it was it was a great game. Took the girls out to eat after that and took the long road home. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Sounds sounds like a good day. I'm glad you got to make it. I know you hadn't been to a home game this year, um, so that, that that's awesome. Um, let's let's do a quick uh, quick on our predictions, which I, we were uh, we were actually pretty good this week. So we both took the under. We were both right. So over under was 59. Uh, the actual was 49. So we got that right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we. Could have hit the over, but they could have, could have, and then we both yeah. took a uh, a non cover, which was also correct, even though again it was quite close. Um, I predicted forty one to seven. You predicted forty six to seven, and it was forty three to six. I think that's the closest we've ever. <laughs> we've ever come. So, uh, yeah, a little pat on the back for that. I think I think uh, one of the other things that we didn't talk about as related to, as relates to the covering and the score was that um, after Missouri had scored that second that second field goal, I was like, oh boy, there's going to be some unhappy people in this building. Well, and at, at the well, and at the end, like when when we kicked that yeah. field goal to get uh, you know to 43 points, I, I, there was a lot of grumbling on Twitter, like you know, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, what does a mm-hmm. field goal get you? But again, I think, you know, so, so first off, clearly Kirby did not have money on Georgia covering. Uh, so that's always correct. Good, you know, to, to, to not worry about that. About that. Uh, but then again, right, like situational, we need to get uh, kicks for jackpot. So doesn't surprise me at all to see us kicking a field goal there uh, based on that. Get some, get some in-game, some in-game experience. I actually have a funny story about the, about the, the covering story. Mm-hmm. Um, about how Kirby doesn't have money on the game. <clears throat> so when we went to South Kitchen, um, the, that wait was like an hour. And I just hung out there and three seats opened up at the bar. And so me and the girls just ate at the bar, um, yeah. which was super fun. Everybody was great with it, great with them. Um, everybody was complimenting how great they were. I was very proud of my girls. Um, the the thing that I thought was funny was that I, there's a guy sitting next to 
this guy sitting next to us and he had um, SEC logos on his cuffs. I said, wow, that's a really nice shirt. Where'd you get it? And he said, well, it's a work shirt. I was like, oh, you work for the SEC? He's like, yeah, I work for the off the home office. And so we got into chatting about that. And um, I made a joke with him like, yeah, all the checks go through Birmingham. We know. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then he also mentioned um, that he was there like making sure like things run properly and all that kind of stuff. I don't remember the gentleman's name. He looked familiar. That's why I thought he looked like someone that I knew, but um, he was not. Um, he went to UAB, so there wasn't any like allegiances, but he was very intently watching the Auburn game, even though I asked him previously like what team he was mostly for. <laughs> he wouldn't give me a straight answer, but he was very intently watching the Auburn game. I'll just put it that way. Um, <laughs> The but then I made a comment. And I was like, "Yeah, Kirby, Kirby, like definitely didn't have any money on the game, though." And he was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, he didn't. They didn't cover the spread with that. You know, the way that things panned out at the very end. Like we were we were covering, and then all of a sudden we weren't. And it was a lot of people were probably upset about it. And he goes, "Well, that's a good thing. That means that Kirby's not in on it." <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, "My official statement is is that that's a great thing." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I agree with that. Uh, so I had I had the SEC guys there. I, I complained about the officiating for everybody. <laughs> well done, well done. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Well, uh, like I said, glad glad you got to go. Uh, that's really cool. Um, and like bonus that it was you know your your daughter that actually asked to go. That's that's always good. Um, it was really good, cool. but now I have advice. now I've I've got. F- I've got three kids that want to go to the Charleston Southern game. So if you got four tickets or five tickets or six tickets, let me know. Uh, cool. Good deal. All righty. Well, I think we can wrap that up with, with Missouri and, um, we will, uh, we'll be, we'll be back soon to, uh, preview the matchup with the Vols. Yes, sir. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>